Welcome to No Applause, Just the Clap. I am Deb. Sitting next to me is Doug. And we were just talking about men we could listen to talk to, uh, listen to talk about nothing Dynamite for hours. Dynamite dropping, Doug. <laughs> Do you want to start over? No. Well, like I, said, we're I don't know why about, I did that in Batman voice, sorry. We're talking about men we could literally listen to talking about nothing for hours. Which is funny, because you were talking about Grant Morrison. Absolutely. But you described his voice as buttery. Mm-hmm. Which is completely accurate, but all it made me think of is the Patton Oswald uh, B-word bit, where he's gotten B-word fat. He bought Belinda a beautiful bottle for her birthday. Which is funny, because I think two things when that bit comes on, which is A, the B-word fat, and two, are you staring at one of the cats? No. The shit are you looking at? I'm tensing like torn fucking whatever the fuck is wrong with my arm. Oh, he had his horse injury. Yeah. <laughs> If I got an athlete's foot, my first reaction would be, that's not my foot. Which is funny, considering you fucked up both your knees actually playing sports. Only one of them. Really? Uh, no, it's only the one. Did you fuck it up twice? No. Okay. It's a chronic problem. Except, why did I think there were two separate instances? Um, the other, weirdly enough, the other knee, oh no, the same knee has a bunch of scars from um, when I used to skate. Yeah, so. see, like I said, that's why I thought there was one knee twice. Mm-hmm. I mean, sorry, two knees. Once. What? Deb is not going to go well today. Deb is not going to go well today? That's even better. I like, know, like, the whole day. Shut up, asshole. Like I said, not, that's, <laughs> like, the whole day, Deb is not going to go well. <sighs> However, let's just jump right into it. So, Garfunkel and Oates. You and I have been looking forward to this for a while, not realizing it started, what? A month ago. Almost a month ago. Like, because you and I have always loved yeah. their shit. Ricky Lindholm and Kate Micucci, and... They've always been super fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. Uh, this party just took her turn for the douche. has been part of the... Nat- Pregnant women are smug, would be so mine. So but- fucking smug. But I mean, I'm just saying, <laughs> that's been a part of my vernacular for eternity, because I'll get done at work, and I'll sit down and have my after-work cocktail, and then suddenly I'll just have that moment where I'm like, I need to leave. This night literally just took a turn for the douche. Yep. But Nothing like but I said... Von Dutch hats in sight. You realize that um, one of my friends... My hair's like her drink spiked as fuck. <laughs> one of my friends has never heard handjob, blandjob, I don't understand, understand job, job, which was on my birthday mix from last year. Mm-hmm. We, I, I'd gotten on, like I said, I'd gotten done with work, and we and walked down the street to see a bartender friend of mine. And we're sitting at the bar, and there's like nobody there, and I give her my headphones to listen to this song. Mm-hmm. And the bar's like basically dead silent, because they have the music turned down so low. All you hear in the entire fucking bar is her, like, screaming with laughter every time they do one of the really, really good lines in that song, which is pretty much everyone. Um, you will like the episode. Let's get to the show. Um, you'll Sorry. like the, I think it's episode... Okay, their opening is hilarious, especially Kate McCucci. Doing the double thumbs up the over the couch. The double thumbs up over the couch. Not that I don't love With, like, the, the cheers fucking, like, credit font. I mean, the opening... Like, 80 sitcom. Exactly, but I mean the opening with Ricky Lindholm having a fight with the guy she's had two dates with where he keeps accusing her of writing the balls song about his balls. Dude, I is, is that what every comedian goes through? When you watch the rest of the episode, that'll actually come a bit more into perspective. No, but I mean, that, that's been a kind of a theme on a bunch of different sitcoms based on comedians. Where it's with like, Marin uh, talking about with the girlfriend. But I mean, it's a few other things. Just a few other things where well, it's like the gonna... significant other is like, stop talking about me. Well, you know, you're going to plumb life. It's one of those. No, but it, it, you have to understand that a lot of times they're going to go for the joke over go for the reality, so you can't take it personally. Absolutely. Well, and you know what? When I do damn, like, my personal reality is overlaid with what's actually with happening. What's, yeah, with the truth. Like, that's. And, that, and I actually said that on the episode that's coming out next week, but. Um, where I was like, look, my personal reality is going to taint this, and I'm going to go for the kind of over-dramatized funny version because, well, well the I description mean, of the show is usually funny. So... <laughs> I can all... But every time that that theme comes up in anything, I start hearing you're so vain in my head. Do you think this beat is about you? Don't you? Did you say bit? I did, because we were talking about comedians. That's good. Like I said, I bet you think this bit is about you. Don't you? Don't you? Don't you? 
I think every one of Marin's bits is about me, but that's another story. Um, Mark Marin's your spirit animal. However, we should probably move on because you want to talk about this. Well, I do want to say real quick because you haven't gotten to it. You will love the episode where um, Garfunkel and Oates meet their porn doppelgangers from the parody porn uh, Garfinger and Butts. Okay, that's actually really funny because... And they want to be uh, a comedy duo as well. They end up getting so popular they end up on The Nerdist with Hardwick. I'm going to love that. However... Yeah. That leads me into something else I wanted to talk about. I've been re-watching How I Met Your Mother. I've been I've been flirting with that idea. Uh, well, it's mostly one of those things that I've watched it enough, I can just leave it in the background, and it's fine. But I finally got to the episode where Ted has the kid that he saved from bullying using his name while he's making porn. Uh, yeah. And, oh God, what? Ted, Mo- Ted Mosby sec- No, no, no. Sex? They come up with a different name, and I can't remember Lance what Lance Hardwood. Yeah, Lance Hardwood. Something like that. Sex architect or sex detect starring yeah. Ted Mosby. Yeah. Well, like I said, I got to that part and I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, I just realized the funniest thing to tell you when we're not recording. Anyways. Well, what does that mean? What does it yeah, yeah mean? No, it's the whole, the, the porn doppelganger. Oh. It's, it's like I said, it's the Garfunkel and Oates. Anytime you get even vaguely popular, you're going to have a porno version of yourself. You know what? That's fine. Um, it's totally fine. Do you have a porn name? Here. Uh, I do, actually. It's the same name I would use if I was ever a roller girl. Yeah. Bambi Dexterous. Nice. Mine's dug deep. Nice. Yeah. So, my boss was... Fixed. Once again, my personal reality. <laughs> oh, nice. Venn diagramming the truth. Like I said, my... <laughs> My boss, even though he's a giant dick bed, which we've talked about Ooh, many times. Speaking of giant dicks, real quick, thanks for making me look at tall, skinny guys in a different way. That would be a 20-minute conversation we cannot have on the podcast. Are you kidding me? Also, I need to text my ex. Weird? Joke. Joke. Oh. But still. See, now I've lost my... Oh, there it is. Okay. My boss, who's a giant douche, as we've talked about many times, was actually playing a really interesting kind of game on Facebook earlier, which was band names that could also be euphemisms for the lady bits. Do you haven't seen that episode of Hollow Notes? Hollow Notes. Garfunkel Notes, where they're Hollow Notes! They're on a five-hour car ride, and they go, quick, 90s bands that could be vaginas. Hole. Bush. Candlebox. Pearl Jam. Ugh. Yeah. Gross. Uh, my personal favorite, White Zombie. Exactly. But it wasn't necessarily 90s bands, it was just bands. And of course, you know what the first one... Not Anthrax. The first one I came up with? Deep Purple. Ooh, that's some blueberry waffle shit right there. Not good. Complete change of subject. Sorry, that was... Yeah, no, you heard that. Did your body just whiskey growl at me? Kind of. Okay. I said complete change of subject and we talked about it a little bit last week but you finished watching Muppets Most Wanted again I did I finally got to my favorite part which ah fuck I meant to keep on my computer so I can show you because it's at uh, the 39 minute mark where he goes I watched Muppets Most Wanted I know but I just want to show you the part with Constantine going hello I am Kermit the Frog okay I actually <laughs> thought about you I don't think I've talked about this yet also why do you have to apologize well, I thought, well, because it was just one of I those will things haunt where, like, your dreams. But it was more like the Doug will be disappointed in me. Like, I, I had this mental image of you standing next to me and shaking your head. Mm-hmm. Like, Deb, really? Mm-hmm. No. But um, I watched the Swedish version of The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. No, you're talking about this last week. So one of my coworkers is half Swedish. One of our earliest episodes. Tortuna's Pizza. Is that a thing? No, that's when I read the books. I oh. actually watched the movies. Uh-huh. A little different. Still good. Anyways, so one of my Just coworkers... Just rapey. No, actually, it's less rapey in the movies. The books are way more graphic and horrific. Alright. One of my coworkers is half Swedish. I'm like, I need you to explain to me some, some of the intricacies of, like, the, the social conduct in this film. Because I really just don't understand the government there. Which is fine. I mean, I get the basic facts. But a lot of the nuances of why this was so wrong was kind of lost on me. And that's fine. I'm like, I'm going to need you to translate some things for me. And then, without thinking, I immediately went, bork, bork, bork. Like, I totally Swedish chefed her. And I had this, yeah, no. Not okay. 
Okay. No, I had this mental image of you standing next to me doing exactly what you just did. And she, of course, took it well because she didn't get the joke, but also she has a great sense of humor. That exact phase, like, lips sucked in, like, just going... I mm, totally... Mm, 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 mm. And the worst part is I would have never done that if a coworker of mine hadn't asked her to translate something and then said, quote, he was disappointed because she didn't sound like Swedish chef afterwards. Which is weirdly... Is that racist? No, it's xenophobic. Xenophobic, okay. It's super xenophobic. But it was just one of those things where I'm like, I'm just going to need you to translate some of these things for me. Bork, bork, bork. And she she knew what I was doing. She's she's been here long enough that she knows the joke. But she's just basically rolled her eyes and said, yeah, just ask me whatever you need to ask me. And I would have answered in constant voice, I'm sorry, my friend is a racist. (laughs) Oh, that was Xenophobic, but still. Xenophobic. Yeah, but I don't know how to say that in Constantine. But it was just one of those things where I'm like, seriously, Deb, did you actually just do that? Yep. God. That's hurt head. That's head hurdy right there. It's a face palm moment. Oh, absolutely. It's totally bork, bork, bork. Bjork. Moving on to awesome things. At midnight is finally back. Actually, the weirdest thought just popped into my head. Okay. Uh, But we'll talk about it later. Do you want me to write it down? Oh, we didn't get down? Did we write it down? What? Break, 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 Nope. No, no, we didn't. we have other things down there, too. Anyways, at midnight is finally back. Yep. No, we didn't write that down. No, we didn't. We need to talk about it. But, Uh okay, we'll get to that. At midnight is finally back. Woohoo! That's actually how we got into Garfunkel and Oates. Because I was like, when the fuck is their show coming on? Oh. There it is. Like, three weeks ago. So... As much as I'm annoyed they only did a three-episode week, mm. I am still just incredibly happy I got three episodes. Dude, the Drew Carey, Blaine, Kapach, oh, who's the third one on that? Brendan Walsh. Brendan Walsh, Are you yeah. fucking kidding me? Metalocalypse? Same Brendan Walsh. Yeah. Mm. Are, are the pieces coming together in your head? No, because you're thinking of Brendan Smalls. No, no, no. That wasn't this show, but I'm not slapping your fucking hand. But you've been punished when I'm wrong. That sounded weird. Anyways. Same reason you don't like me calling myself daddy. Daddy's on a budget. Daddy needs a cigarette. You're like, I need to be punished. Stop sounding coquettish. Sorry, $5 city word. Um... It's a soft yeah, I. It's a soft O, not a hard O. Freezing? At midnight's back. Yay! Soft O. <laughs> no, it's definitely a hard O with hard bricks involved. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll give you that. There was so much innuendo. God, we should really In your endo. Alright. Literally, my favorite joke from Scrubs the entire series run. Mine is... Stop it with the double I was going to say, stop it with the innuendo. In your endo. Uh, my Thank favorite you, is... Todd. My favorite is, uh... His tumor's so big, it's become a threamer. Ooh. Thanks, Zach Braff. How does he get cancer? That'd be nice. I don't like him. There's no reason not to like him. I'm sure he's really nice. I don't know why to switch cancer on him. I hope it goes so in remission and he lives a long life. I'm actually really sad for, and I actually didn't subject you to this be happy for it I am very sad that At Midnight hasn't talked about the new Nicki Minaj video oh they did yeah. before they went on break did that get released before they went on break? Uh, no no, I, they, no they talked about the clip they released they didn't talk about the actual video correct. have you seen the actual video? no you know how sometimes you see something so horrible you have to make your friends see it so they understand what you're going through? Yeah, I have the internet. That video. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally... Do you know you can't find two girls in a cup on the online anymore? Thank God. Yeah. It's weird that I'm kind of proud I saw it in the, uh, in the window. That you could see it, I not throw it I could send you so many different... Dude, the podcast started based on a joke around a meme that almost no one saw. What podcast? Ours. This episode? No, no, no. Okay, so if you remember correctly, after the David Bowie drunken conversation, Uh I called you one day 
basically screaming in laughter because they made a joke about We Bought a Zoo being the Mr. Hands family up. Uh-huh. Mr. Hands is like one of the almost original, like, filthy internet videos. Oh, 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 I see. I, okay. You said meme. You meant viral video. Okay. I did mean viral video. I okay. just really hate that term now because it's been completely corporatized by marketing. Make me a viral video. Like said, How many times a week? Okay, so like Mr. Hands, Tub Girl, Two Girls, One Cup. Oh, Tub Girl. Tub Girl was. Uh, in, in I was the... gonna say Lemon Party. Like all of those are like original horrific viral videos. Uh, that, that kid goes to the dentist. Let's just throw a nice one. Sandbox. In there. Well, I don't even know. Kids what that in means. a sandbox. You don't need to, but it's just one of those things. You saw something so horrible, you need to subject your friends to oh, it. Oh, Tub Girl, that was. Yeah, yeah, like I said, you saw so early two thousands. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so you saw something so horrible, you need to subject your friends to it. Bringing that back, that's the Dunia Community Knowledge video, Anaconda. Like, I, it's one of those things where I'm like, I watch it, and I'm like, I, well, I, don't, I don't know what I just saw. I need other people to see this so we can process our feelings. My Anaconda don't want none. Unless you got buns on. Okay, I realize the whole song is basically about her butt, but seriously. Really? The song's called Anaconda, and that's the clip. Are you fucking kidding me? There's a line in it. She's talking about a dude tossing her salad so good that he should be called Romaine. And afterwards, he yes. makes her take her out for low main. <laughs> because what else would you rhyme with Romaine? I don't know, maybe he'll take me for low main? We can go down to the bay, play with some clay. What do you Take say? Things out of clay. Whatever. This might make a day. I just may. What do you say? You pieces of shit for breakfast. But like, like, I, I, like I said, I didn't make you do it because you almost murdered me when I made you watch the blurred lines video. I didn't almost murder you. It just didn't make any sense that like. A, that remote-controlled car was obviously not being remote-controlled, and two, it was driving around her butt, which was just weird. This video is just as bad, uh, if not worse. What about that video where the two guys are double-teaming the old lady and they had, like, vine come in her? That was from on, on Midnight. Uh, at Midnight. Remember that one? No. Ah. Awkward silence. Moving on. What about in your phone case? Once again, Deb resistant, not Deb proof. Actually, I think this one might be Deb proof. Let's see. Go ahead. So, like I said, as oh it was previously discussed, it's basically an. It doesn't work against sweat because I just almost dropped it's it. It's that's a kickstand. Like I said, it's basically an otter box. Thank God, no pun intended. Yeah. But like I said, um, so. As previously discussed, I've broken two phones in four months, and I was not allowed to get a new one until I got a screen protector in a case. And the first case that was bought for me sucked the balls. Because I didn't even drop the phone, it already had two chunks out of it. You guys know, when you get a phone case and it gets a chunk out of it, it's just done. That's the beginning of the end. So I have a new one, which Doug is currently trying to break. I'm trying to break, I just, it's already not that resilient. Like, I, I... What do you mean? Well, the fact that the rubber pulls off of the plastic... Well, no, concern. honey, that, that's the thing, is that you need a hard plastic case, and then you need the rubber resistance. Does that make sense? You need something that's to... That's how absorb. I didn't get a kid. You need something to absorb the shock, and then you need a hard surface to reject the pressure. Mm-hmm. Am I the only one thinking titwank on this one, or I'm alone? Okay, got it. Give me my fucking phone back. So the strain. You're not breaking up with it. I'm not. Couldn't say that and that's, gayer. I that's a thing today. I can't not sound gay. Sorry, I, I just may. Twice. I just snorted twice. You just what? I just snorted twice, I'm sorry. I was laughing so hard I snorted twice. However, so you're not breaking up with the strain. No. Oh, okay, so here's Do you know why? You know, actually, I, I want to say that you and I talked about this, and I talked about how much I enjoyed the books, but I also told you about how much the main thing I enjoyed about the books was at the very end. Now, okay, this may contain spoilers based that you've read the... Based so on many the, spoilers! Okay, Jesus. Um, 
Okay, Jesus. Okay. Gee, I'm sorry. You realize that she'd have a picture of both of us with our hands around our shoulders with that okay look on our face. Anyways. I was going to do the double thumbs up Kate Micucci fucking 80s sitcom. Um, it's just... You know that's exactly... Fuck new girl. No, anyway, but I mean, that's exactly... Yeah, I'm the guy that doesn't like it. Actually... Anyway, sorry. Continue. I don't get it. And I like what's-his-name that's on Let's Be Cops. Like, I like that guy. Hey, honey, that's two of the dudes in there. No, that's not... Yes, actually. Both of them are on New Girl. Oh, no, the ones... Uh, well, no, because the the, uh, the African-American guy is, like, the returning roommate? He left at the very beginning, right? Hey, he's one of the Waynes. Yeah, is it uh, Damon Wayne Jr., I want to say? Is that wrong? Is that right? He was on the pilot, then he left to go work on Happy Endings, which was an excellent sitcom that ran way too short, although it did three seasons, which was great, and then he came back again. So well, I didn't know he came back because I don't watch the show because I don't get it. Like... This doesn't need to be a discussion. However, so you're not breaking up with the straight. <laughs> right. Um, and like I said, this could contain spoilers because you read the books. So really, read a book you fucking clapped on. Um, there shouldn't be spoilers on this one. Um, it's like going, oh, there's a red wedding. Yeah, no, I know that happened in the Can books. Can I tell you how satisfying... Ago, years ago. No, how satisfying it was when they had the quote-unquote purple wedding when Joffrey finally died. Do you know that the Game of Thrones is all Batman's fault? It's all Batman's fault. So it's justified. Anyways, no, 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 hold on. I, the string. I, I will get to the string in a moment. How well do you remember Batman Begins? Moderately? There's a whole story behind that, but yes, moderately. Okay. You know the kid that he gives the like t weird yeah I know it's Joffrey. He could have snapped his neck and stopped the Game of Thrones. <laughs> Game of Thrones is all Batman's fault. So that kid's name is actually Jack Gleason. He'll he's always actually, be Joffrey. He's that actually, kid is no, typecast the day he dies. Actually, he's pretty much said he's done with the industry now. Hmm. He said he'll pretty much never act again. Which you know what? He's young. He can have a whole another other career. It's fine. Well, yeah, but that kid from Hook ended up uh, you know becoming a lawyer. Lawyered. Sorry, I've been rewatching How I Met Your Mother. Well, now it's judged. Well, now it's judged, but still. The strain. You're not. Yeah, you're not breaking up with the strain. No, I'm not. Um, um, you told me there was a weird non sequitur that came up that actually happened in the book. Well, it's not. Okay. It's like, not a weird non sequitur well, it's if you've turn. read the book. Like I said, it's a left turn, and it actually was a giant left turn in the books as well. You're like. Why am I reading about this now? Why is this a thing? Which is the weird vampire paramilitary, basically like sub assassin like shenanigans. It's the it's, if you watch Arrow, it's the Argus of vampires. It's like what the fuck? Like all of a sudden, there's these fucking once again the guy who directed Blade Two. Like the guy cannot move away from certain vampire tropes. And actually, more has to do with the theme that I think like if anything becomes big enough to be a thing then something will be there policing it. Does that make sense? Yes. Like I said, that's kind of my thought on that, and that it, it makes sense. And like I said, one of the main things I liked about The Strain, I enjoyed it while I was reading it, but the last book was my favorite because it was like, you know what, this is a lot more realistic, this is a lot more true to life, this is a lot more what would actually happen with these characters in this situation. And it wasn't the, the fairy tale story which, about the ending. Yeah, it was which, the, which you this and Will Wheaton argue about now. Seriously? Well, you disagree on it. Yeah, he and uh, I told you this. He and Alicia Tyler didn't like the la how it ended. Or the last... No, I you know, loved how it ended. Because it was one of those, he made the decision for the good of mankind. Who he? Ephraim? Yeah. He was actually a giant douche. Which, by the way, I want to talk to you because... The way they... Uh, hey, I get the 70s anti-hero, but dude, come on. The, the Weirdly enough, I've been paying attention because I actually wikipedia this. Um, I've been paying attention to kind of the plot of the books, mm -hmm. and you have Vasily, the uh, the rat catcher, effectively, and apparently. I like to think of him as the exterminator, but yes. Uh, well, okay, yeah, um, but in the books, apparently, it's a lot about his sta physical stature. No, uh, I never got that in the books. Apparently, he's a big dude. Yeah, he's a big dude. Yeah, that's what I mean, like physical stature. Yeah. But I mean, I I never no. I I thought it had more to do with his skill and his knowledge. But the way he's described yeah, actually, as being a big dude. No, he's he's a big dude. However, the thing that stands. Hold on, stop, because you're you're bearing the lead here. 
is that um, every scene that they um, shoot with him and other actors, they either shoot him from below or shoot the other person from behind the other person looking up. Like, they literally are shooting him to be... A giant. A, kind of a... Yeah, like, that. he's a big dude. Which is funny um, because... Which is fine. My favorite scene involving him in the entire three series of books is when he's going into the closet to get some supplies and there's rat shit in the closet with all of the extermination pesticides. And they're basically like, there's heathens in the Vatican. No, it's, it's basically just a joke in the book. Like I said, it's, it's a really small joke in the book about how, you know, you can do whatever you can, but you can never really keep the vermin out. It's just how it is. Well, he, there's been a scene in the show that... Oh, I'm um, so sorry. I just kicked the table on accident. Yes, he did. I can see it in the wave. I'm sorry. That's all right. Um, but like I said, no, it's it's basically just a teeny tiny small joke where he's an exterminator and he goes yeah. into the supply closet to get some... Rat killing stuff. basically poison, but I don't like saying it like that. But he goes in to get it because I'm sorry. I, I'm totally a fucking wuss. I like non-kill traps. The whole fucking glue traps for mice and rats just fucking kill me. I don't like to starve an animal to death on top of but anyways, you don't know. Maybe, maybe they have an eating disorder, and you're helping their body image. Okay, I don't know if you've ever seen most of the time, like actual teeny tiny mice. They're fucking like the size of a quarter, and they scream and cry, and it's terrible. Oh my god, you're about to cry. A little bit. Anyways, but like I said, my favorite part in the books is when he goes this in. Is a rat burger. Watch Demolition Man. Thank you for catching that, by the way. What? Are you fucking kidding me? It's a good rat burger. I'm sorry. This is a good rat burger. Amazing. We should probably just move on, huh? Yeah. So, no, I'm not breaking up the stream because there's a weird paramilitary, uh, <laughs> a, a, basically a lethal oversight committee. So, and this is actually. Who look like Nosferatu. Which makes sense if you read the books. Yeah, which I didn't, so I... Yeah. Actually, a lot of different lines... Like, yeah, like, I'm a little confused a on why they don't look like, uh... Evolution. Okay, I'll give you that. No, I mean, that's... It's actually a recurring theme in a lot of different vampire books, which I know you're going to laugh when I say this. They talk about how um, older vampires don't look like modern vampires because it's literally just... Fucking mad. Evolution. How was that? Fucking that. Nope. Evolution. Uh, oh, evolution. Do you want me to stop it and play back what you just said? What did I say? Evolution. Oh, excuse me. Sorry, I was trying to get a fruit fly away from my drink. Um, which, weirdly enough, do that while I'm talking. Um, that I want to announce right now um, that we're coming up, you know, in a couple months, we're going to be into November. Uh, Nano, uh, NaNoWriMo, National Red Novel Month. Oh, please tell me you're going to write another one. Sort of. Um, I'd like to I'll have you know myself that, to do that, but I don't do well under forced creativity. No, and, and I don't. Mine, I actually, do, I don't think I could do another novel in a month. I don't think I could do it. But you have so many good ideas in the idea dump that I love. Well, actually, the the two that if I were to do a novel, um, the funny thing is, and we actually talked about this, the way that you and I seem to work best is that you're the idea maker and I'm the polisher. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, you actually create. I just kind of shave a little bit. I love the face that you just made there. <laughs> what? Um, as Ross would say, shave it. Um, you know, I, I, the two ideas I, I did have for uh, uh, NaNoWriMo, I, uh, we're going to be to do either the, um, the drug dealer that rides buses um, idea where he stays off the grid by doing that. It's very Everybody Smokes in Hell by John Ridley. Um, I'm sorry, I just had a moment where a friend of mine once said to me years ago, you can never be a gangster if you have to ride a bus. Which, weirdly enough, yesterday I had a guy selling watches on a bus, and I was like, holy fuck, I'm sorry, living it. Yeah, there was a guy selling watches on the bus. And I was like, holy fuck, I'm living in a Tom Waits song right now. And the old and there's a gang. His pack and his case. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry, Um, go ahead. uh, Or, uh, my point was that, uh, or I'd do a sequel to uh, Strange Kindness. Um, Okay, which I would actually really like to hear what you'd like to do. 
I'll share my notes with it uh, with you at, uh, after the show. But I think what I'm gonna do, and we talked about this a couple weeks ago, um, I'm not gonna do an outright novel. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna focus on writing a series of short stories, and I'm actually going to do this is I'm I'm, I'm gonna put the notes together in September. Um, I'm going to do the John Goodwitch case book. I would love that. You've talked about this for a long time. John Goodwitch has been, yeah. Like I said, no, you've talked about that for a long time. You've had a million bits and pieces and a lot of ideas in the idea dump. Yeah. Um, yeah I, would I, love I, that. I think that's going to be my NaNoWriMo. I think every week. Can, can you not say that? Because it makes me think of an old Jewish lady. Really? It makes me think of a rhino. Nana Rhino? Yeah. Oh, no, Grandma Rhino. Exactly. That's adorable. You got that now, don't you? Oh my like, God, a little, now like a little babushka? No, I'm picturing a rhino with reading glasses and a shawl. Yeah, like a little, but like, but like in that, in the oh, style of, but, but in the style of, no, 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 but in the style of uh, Disney's uh, Robin Hood. Oh, exactly, of course. Yeah, so totally. You kidding me? Yeah. Which, by the way, obviously, what does the fox say? Oodalali. Fucking A. Mystery solved. So who's driving this flying umbrella? Moving oh. on, Marvel. Marvel twenty fifteen. Thanks. Uh, advantage of privilege or privilege of privilege of advantage would be the most Thank correct you. phrasing, but still. Thanks to this podcast, which you don't get emails from, because that's part of my job. I'm sorry, I don't social media. No, 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 no. Well, no, it's got. It's oh, email, that's not... Excuse me. By the way, so the one social media that I actually do because of Ingress, Google+, you know how you can only ever recontact people you don't want to recontact? What the shit was that? My elbow just popped while I was pointing at that because even the Mona Lisa is falling apart. I recently had one... I can't say nemesis because she is far too low in my opinion to actually be considered a rival, but you know the people that you hate always reconnect with you? She's your swamp donkey. Almost just as bad. Mm. But I recently had one of my swamp donkeys follow me again on the Google+. Plus. Are you fucking kidding me? There's like 20 people on the Google+. Is that like what, Google joining Plus. your circle? Is that what they call it? Something like that. Right. It's basically like friending you on the MySpace Facebook Whatever. On the face pages? It's following you on the tweets. It's whenever you add the at the beginning of it, that's how you sound old. The Facebook. The MySpace. I don't, I don't social media. Fuck off. I've been around since Friendster and LiveJournal. Like I said, it's just one of those... Or I am the old. Like I said, but it's one of those things where it's like, I don't social media at all, and still, the small amount of social media that I actually do, because... Like I said, the small amount of social media I actually do, because I actually ingress... The people that I hate or the people that I'm glad are gone actually still fucking find me. Like, really? What the shit? How is that even possible? Anyways, Marvel podcast. So you don't get emails from... Um, we don't need to talk about that. I just really wanted to get that fucking brainworm out of my head. Uh, we also need to talk about the Odin and the, the Loki, but anyways. Okay. Um... We can use this as a segue to that. Um, you don't get emails from uh, the network. That's part of my administrative assistant that's to myself. For, that's part yeah. of your 40%. Yeah, that's right. I got the math right this time. My extra 40%. Yeah. Extra. Yeah. Because then we'd both no, own no, no, 30 no, no, and no. I'd get Your the, extra yeah. 40%. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, Deborah can do math. I swear to God. Extra 40%. Anyway. Um... Marvel. Uh, we got invited to start beta testing the new Marvel Memoir Pig. What? Damn, I was waiting for that. What is a Memoir Pig? Well, if you're listening to the show, you probably actually do know. Yeah, I actually kind of want some bacon. But anyway, uh, let's continue. A Memoir Pig is a massive multiplayer online role-playing game. Pass. It's basically World of Warcraft with Avengers. Pass. Well, I didn't, and I'm currently online as Colossus. Okay, so here's the question. Is it worth my time to do this and smoke your ass, or no? Um, we can co-op in it. Um, no, you know, I'm just saying that I could. I could totally fucking trance you. As who? Any character I choose. 
Well, actually, you only get the choice between ten, and uh, really, it came down to a coin flip on either the yeah, Punisher the or Colossus. I know. I made your fucking business card. It was, because don't nobody want to be yeah. Daredevil. <laughs> no, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you give us the choices. Yeah, you'd be Colossus. No, they did, that, they did have a rocket group combo. It was dangerously close on but that But it's one. one of those things where it's like, if they gave us the choice, yeah, no, that's probably what would happen. You'd be the Colossus and I'd be Punisher. You'd be the Brute Force and I'd be the Light Runner. Well, but it'd be oh brute, God, for, brute Force with a poet soul. Because he's a painter. But I mean, that's, that's kind of us. You'd be the Brute Force and I'd be the Light Runner. That was almost the Punisher's actual code name. That's not true. Life Runner? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the snuffer. I, I'm sorry, I just had a, a mean girl's moment. She's a life runner. I still haven't seen it. What are you fucking... I know! I get that reaction all the goddamn time. It's on Netflix. We're gonna watch it. It's a thing. We should probably move on. So... Tigger. No, no, no. Many times this week, I brought it up. There's a reason it only has 40% on the Rotten Tomatoes. Sin City 2. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, not as bad as the Ninja Turtles, but... That's not saying a lot. Well, it's only 20% better. Um, yeah, it's still that green splat. Um, despite a amazing cast. Okay, um, it's the Frank Miller problem. No, it's not, actually. No, it's not. So the story wasn't bad. Well, with, with, okay, Mi- no, with Miller, it, it, the it, it, joke it. with Miller is you always art, get art or story. Art or story, and in that he was not drawing this, you did get story, and that's the, the bits he wrote for the movie are awesome, and they did a Team to Kill for, they did a, uh, another Saturday Night, and oh, uh, one other one I can't think of off the top of my head, but um. Okay, tell me your problems with the movie. One, um, don't pimp. Uh, Bruce Willis, if he's gonna play a ghost. Dude, he's already just... dead. Him and Nancy, are you fucking kidding me? Dude, That's... you know what happens? Nancy sees dead people. That's actually full of hilarity. Like, but that's still. literally, it was it was Sin City fucking Sixth Sense. Like, she keeps seeing Bruce Willis, and I'm going... That's actually a recurring theme I've heard from a bunch of people that saw this, is there was literally no reason to have the... the Bruce Willis, Jessica Alba, piece in this. No, I would have, I would have actually preferred that storyline to not have closure. I would have not want to see. They had closure. It was done. They did that in Cincinnati. Well, now hold on. They had closure on the Hardigan side, the Bruce Willis side, but they did not have closure on the Jessica Alba, Nancy Callahan side, which I was okay living with, as I have for the last like whatever, like five years since the last movie. Um. I was not thrilled with them bringing closure to the Nancy Callahan. Um, I loved, I loved the Joseph Gordon-Levitt bit. Um, I, I thought the, I'm not going to spoil it, but I thought the ending was pitch perfect. I loved him playing against Powers Booth. Like, I, I, oh, that was great. Here is my biggest issue, and it's a big issue with sequels. And you'll know that I've had a similar rant, weirdly enough, with Watchmen. Nobody rewatches Watchmen. No one should rewatch Watchmen. I got rid of my copy because of that. The did you have like the complete director's cut? Oh my god, like the four hour fucking. Yeah, no, I got like, rid with, of it because yeah, with the, that's one of my first. Yeah. Anyway, um, I know it's a sequel. You're gonna you're gonna up the violence, up the sex. You're gonna up everything. It's a sequel. I get that. Do I agree with it? Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I actually like RoboCop too. Weirdly enough, written by Frank Miller. I like okay, RoboCop too. Were there too. enough T's? There were too many T's, Deb. Wow. That was my issue. Once no, again, sorry, like, this, like, no, no, like, like Watchmen, this, no, this, the sex scenes were gratuitous. They didn't need to be there. Okay, you Don't know get me wrong. I like, I like seeing no. Eva Green naked. But you know what? A, I can see it on Penny Dreadful. And B, it was just an excuse... Like I, you know my complaint about the fucking Watchmen sex scenes. It was the inappropriate music. It was not the gratuitous boobs. 
which everyone wants to see Milan Ackerman's boobs and or the Silk Spectre. I get that. As a fanboy. I am sorry. As, I as, cannot as have a, a sex. As a male no. nerd. No. As I a male nerd. I cannot have a sex thing to hallelujah. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, mm. but as a male nerd, we all want to fucking see Silk Spectre's boobs. Not Milan Ackerman's. Silk Spectre's. And in the comics, yes, it is pulp. It's sex I, no, and drugs and violence. I get that. inappropriate musical cue. Okay, we're not talking about goddamn Watchmen right now. We are actually because no, I, we're not. No, no, I was the same. But the, my point is that the same bitch yeah. I had in Watchmen is the same bitch I had in Sin City. The the Eva Green um, sex scenes and and the pool swimming scene were overly gratuitous. I'm sorry, like. I, Hey, you know what? I like tits as much as the next guy, which... Have you ever actually seen the um, Saturday Night Live Game of Thrones directed by a 12-year-old bit? No, but it's public. It seems great, but it'd be much better if she was naked. That was actually a lot of the whole Dwight and... uh, uh, I don't want you to confuse Eva Green with Ava, because Ava's the character. Um, But that was the whole, like, Dwight-Ava scene was like... Or, or like a little segment was that it was so over sexualized that it was like fucking ridiculous that once again I, I I think less was would have been more in that regard well honey there's a reason it's not a hit and it's not doing well um, so fuck you Watchmen but I will say <laughs> but I will say the um, kind of the, the weird um, and, it, and it wasn't it, it was it was segmented it was segmented the same way the first one was but it was less cohesive which I didn't like that's not good because um, the first one flowed together very well I mean it was well, very and, very episodic but they all fit and together the, like puzzle pieces and, and the most minor thing which could be major when I tell you about it um, the most minor thing I had an issue with was that they couldn't get Clive Owen back well yeah but they talked about him Hold having on. a new face so in this one you find out why Dwight has a new face. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna spoil it. Hold on, I'm gonna spoil it because the comic's twenty years old. Um, that you know Ava shoots him in the face, he gets a new face. Blah 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 blah. Okay, I actually want to have a different conversation. Why the fuck couldn't they get Clive Owen back? I have scheduling problems. No no no. What the shit is he doing now? Nothing. Scheduling problems. He. Nothing. He's. Probably in some fucking indie I'm sorry, movie, Tom which by the way, and, 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 and Com- Benedict Cumberbatch have taken all of his roles. What the shit is Clive Owen doing now? How many times are you gonna kick the goddamn table? How many Me times are you gonna see that wave spike? But like I said, what the shit is Clive Owen doing now? Nothing. He's like, doing stuff. Like I said, Tom. I mean, we're not gonna see it. Like I said, Tom Hiddleston and Benedict Cumberbatch have taken all of his roles. He's not doing Jack and or shit. I don't, dude. I could not see Tom Hiddleston. Or ben- a Benedict Cumberbatch in. Um, Ray Fiennes. Lawyer. I'll give you Ray Fiennes. Um, but I but I could not see the the the, the former uh, actors uh, in Children of Men. I d- fucking bullshit. Bullshit. That was a terrible movie. Fuck you. Did Children you, of Men. Did you read the book? No. Phenomenal book. Read the fucking book. Terrible movie. All right. Fair enough. My point is that they couldn't get Clive Owen. This is why we can't to, for, work for it anymore. This is why we can't have nice things. This is why we can't talk about Clive Owen. <laughs> so no, we're gonna move on. No, no, hold on, because I want to finish this because you're gonna you're gonna fucking hate this. That they couldn't get Clive Owen. So when they removed the bandages, yeah. So they were they removed the bandages. New to, face. When they had the new face on Josh Brolin, it's prosthetics to make him look close to Clive Owen. Well, because he's got to look like Clive Owen, because no, that's Dwight's no, no, new no, face. No, no, you don't. Like, you know, like, why couldn't they leave him in bandages, is what you're saying? No, just, it's a new face. It's a new face. They don't have to have any trademarks of the old one. New face. Well, no, but, I mean, I mean it's the established... Eyes have, like, the eyes have to be the same, but that's about it. But it's established that Clive Owen is the new face. I really want to do something terrible here. Anywho's. Any hoozle. No, I could quote, talk about this for like Roman. another 45 minutes. So, yeah. Sin City, a dame to why it's... What did I write? Why it's obviously 40%. So, you've been watching Good Morning Vietnam. Good morning, Vietnam! This is part of my uh, 
Rob Williams retrospective, which will be a segment on the show for the next uh, couple weeks. Um, Wear pearls with it; it's great. Did you know that movie didn't have a plot until like the last half an hour? Oh, honey, it's 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 an entertaining movie, but it's not a great movie. It actually really isn't. Like I said, entertaining. It's funny. No, like he saved it. It's like Aladdin. If the genie hadn't had poor shit, Aladdin holds up. And by the way, the vizier is always the vizier is always shifting. I'm watching the quest, and everyone's like, "I don't trust the vizier." I'm like, "The vizier is always shitty, always shifty." I know I said shitty earlier. Um, Way to live up to the stereotype. Yeah, like way to fucking yeah. Like, has anyone ever seen Aladdin? The vizier is always the bad guy. I'm pretty sure he works for Kremlock the demon or whatever the fuck the bad guys in that show. But I'm pretty sure it's Kremlock. It's not, but it is. Thoughts of Good Morning Vietnam. That movie didn't have a fucking plot until the last half an hour. Are you trying to tell me you weren't entertained? I, I was entertained. It's a fun movie. Um, it's a little heavy near the end. A little, uh, I would say almost heavy-handed near the end when you find out that, uh, you know, his love interest brother is a terrorist, effectively. Um, I'm not going to worry about spoilers because the movie's been out for 30 years, but... Um, yeah, like, it, it just seemed kind of heavy-handed at the very end, and really the plot, there was, there was no plot. And Robert Wool, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you in this? You Like, I'm glad you're in it, I'm glad you're still getting work, especially after Arliss. But, like, what, like Wait, so, you're, you're so always going to be Knox to... and Batman, stop being in movies. Um... Actually, unfortunately, this, this, no, this, no, this is Tina Fey's fault, but... Stop kicking the goddamn table. I did that one on purpose. Why? Why would you do that? Distract me? You know it only makes more work for me, right? Anyhow, so... You probably never listened to Tina Fey's or read Tina Fey's book, Bossy Pants. I know of it. She talks about a gentleman she was kind of seeing in college called Handsome Robert Wool. No, no, he ha- he has a real name, but she's like, he's way too arrogant for me to actually say that, so that's what we're going to call him, Handsome Robert Wool. You think this chapter's all about you, don't you? We should probably just move on. Slash Oprah Neck. Where's that Oprah Neck? she's a brassy. So, 12! New Doctor Who is here. Oh, my God. He's still not Ginger. And there was no reference to that. I was actually disappointed that with Moffat doing it, there was no joke. Which, okay, there are going to be massive spoilers on the first episode. Oh, God. Deep Breath. Um, literally, the name of the episode is Deep Breath. So, take one. Um, one is to have another face right now. One. Uh, yeah, there are no references to him being Ginger. Uh, and about how much she shouldn't have her eat pears. Uh, apples. No. Mm, mm, mm. It's not pears. No, it is. Never, it's ever, pears. ever let me eat a pear. It's not pears. It's a deleted scene, and yes, it's No, I know, pear. it's on my external. It's not pears, it's, though. It's pears. It's not pears. It's pears. It's not pears. Pears. Mm-hmm. We should continue. You can check this and correct me next week. There's a great five-minute scene where he's accosting a hobo about his attack eyebrows. They're very cross eyebrows, aren't they? Um... You know, you and I were both very concerned about having a much older Doctor Who. Oh, actually, they kind of weirdly... the part. You, you know how Moffat starts off with like, the initial mystery? Uh, yes, he does. And Moffat's also ini- a giant sexist a-hole, but yes. Hmm. Really? Watch Doctor Who again. Then come back to me. Because how can you call him a sexist when really the A.B. Pond... Like, the Doctor was basically Amy Pond's companion. Yeah, how'd that all end up? Oh, she follows her man. Yeah. Yeah. No, but that was true love. That's... No, that's her and Rory. She's not... Bullshit. Oh, shit. She is defined by Rory. Son of a bitch. Yeah, Moffat is a giant sexist ape. The Girl Who Waited episode. Oh, son of a bitch. I'm not saying I don't enjoy it. I'm saying he's a dickbag. Yeah, but he's a brilliant dickbag. I didn't say I didn't enjoy it. I said he was a dickbag. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'll give you that one. Okay, uh, um, I, Anyways, I, I love, 12 I love Peter Capaldi. Um, I think he's going to do great. I think there's, uh, there's... I have a few problems with him. Um, I will say that Who there's... Who? Torchwood. I, I haven't Cunt got... Cunt yourself. I... Excuse me? Dude, he was already in both of them. Are you fucking kidding me? Um, well... One, I, I haven't seen Children of Earth on Torchwood, so I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sorry, about your now. actor's pool is not so small you have to reuse someone. Poor shit. Fridge fucking... Uh, he has the world to choose from. No, he doesn't, because he can't choose America. He could. Who? Damn it. There's a great scene where uh, the doctor's looking in the mirror and he goes, Look at these frown lines. Who frowned? Why did I pick this face? Interesting being that Post-war doctor. Matt Smith is like almost manic. All these things terrible happen, so I have to wear this bed so I don't have to think about it. No, and all these like all these fucking things happen. Well, they do talk about and by the way, of course the first episode has my favorite trio. We've talked about this before. I'm sorry, you guys could you're bowling my eyes. But you know my favorite trio. I'm kidding me. Yeah. Madam uh, uh, Vastra, yeah, uh, Jenny, uh, and Strax. We will find the doctor and then burn him in acid. Um, what was that last part? I'm sorry, we will find the doctor and not burn him in acid. <laughs> I love Strax. You have wanted to have, like, a fucking break-off series. Oh, I've... Oh, God. It, it needs to happen. As much... I'm glad they did the... the uh, uh, I am said Sarah Chronicle, uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles. Sarah Jane. Yeah, the Sarah Jane Adventures. I'm sorry, I love you, Sarah, Why is he Sarah, Sarah Jane. Disco 2000? But get the fuck out of there and make room for the, the Paternaster 3. I mean, I, I really, I love them so much. Um, and there's a great scene with Madame Vaster where she's wearing a veil and Clara's like, well, why are you wearing a veil? I already know what you look like. And she goes, it's really because, like, when you can see past it, then I know that you see me. And there's a lot about the Doctor wearing these different Regenda faces. Um, and that he's hiding funny. behind if you them get until into the psychology of veils. Then we can always talk about invisible monsters. Absolutely, and we're gonna because we're coming up on time. I want to put a pin in that because I'd love to do an invisible put monsters, in uh, lizard woman who conversation. I'm gonna be fucking fantastic. Um, fantastic, Nine doctor. Um, but I'm. I'm what are your issues with Capaldi? Because I I would like to know before we end. This. It more has to do with the fact that acting pool is not so small you need to pick somebody who's already been a character on both of the shows really because do you know who else was in the first the, the episode with Capaldi with the 10th Doctor completely unrecognizable this was not who, who was it it was Amy it was Amy Pond yeah exactly it was Karen Gillian like I said, it was Nebula complete. it was hot even bald okay. weird side note the scene in Guardians of the Galaxy when she starts snapping all of her limbs back together still made me want to make out with her God. didn't care no fantastic scene but still you can't tell me it your was initial the, thought wasn't <laughs> it was the uh, it was literally the uh, uh, However, uh, the I cinematic it. opposite of the unbreakable when Mr. Glass falls down the stairs <laughs> so instead of breaking apart she was being put back together but yeah that disgusting oh. tendon ligament snap sound <laughs> I know there was almost this guy as the slunk. Slork. Oh, oh. Blood drenched. I'll find that. On, I'll, I'll pull that out. Uh, However. Which is the sound of adamantium claws exiting a stump. Karen Gillett, completely unrecognizable. But still, the fa- I, oh, I understand. No, no. You had the world to choose from, and you chose to reuse somebody who is in completely and utterly recognizable in other parts of but the But you don't think that that character could be defined... Through the tenth doctor. Think about it. The, People the, can't see my face right now. I think they, ch- I, I think they chose Capaldi, <laughs> somewhat based on that he'd already been on the show, and maybe the doctor kind of chose the face of that guy in in the face the of Pompeii. The doctor never gets to choose. Bullshit, War Doctor. Ginger. Once again, I'm irritated that they didn't have. Uh, and Matt, so Matt butt ended. Ugh, I'm glad that you cut me off. That would have been a massive spoiler. 
Um, also, so True Blood ended. Did you see it? No. You're just assuming. The books are still entertaining. She's on, like, her almost 20th book. They're easy reads. They're short. They're... So oh. is the finale. Like I said, they're easy reads. They're fun. They're short. And oddly enough, the series, before it actually became the books, was referred to as the Southern Fried Vampire series. Oh, I thought it was the Sookie Stackhouse series. Later on. Oh. But originally. Like so, I said, super cute books, very easy reads, very cute, very nice. The series... I liked I liked at least the first three seasons. Um, yeah, because they were really fun, and they were really interesting. And then you got kind of deeper into the weird supernatural stuff, and that's where I have my... That, that wall I hit when you get to, like, high fantasy... Actually, um, you know what we call that, don't you? Bullshit. The fairy field. Once you get the fairies, you're done. Which, admittedly, I like the actor who played her grandfather. Because who doesn't love Rutger Howard? Oddly enough, in the books, was a much more interesting, engaging fucking reveal. And they're like, oh, of course. It's her great-great-grandfather. Or, well, there are a lot of greats, but yeah. But like I said, oh, of course, that makes sense. And then you're like, mmm. Wear Panthers. That was kind of my brick brick uh, wall. Wear Panthers who make meth. Dude, that'd be the greatest next season of Breaking Bad ever. That might happen now. Turns out Walter's a werewolf. <laughs> Apparently we're now going to But it'd be like but it'd be like Jack Nicholson Wolf. It wouldn't be like I'm sorry, to start, American I'm sorry to start White hearing Paris. werewolf in London in my head. Just <laughs> looking for a big dish of blue meth. Anyway. Um, oh, good lord. I'm having the biggest sense of deja vu, but... Um, werewolf of London. Or as Charlie W. thought, he said, werewolves of thunder, which I ended up drawing for him. Are you kidding me? Uh-uh. I had to correct him. Yeah, I was like, oddly enough... Um, werewolves that- of thunder is... Ten times awesome. No, Werewolf of London. That gets used a lot in scenes on TV shows where they're playing pool. Hmm. No explanation, just is. I love Warren Zevon, so. No, no, no. Of, uh, Great song. That's the oh, that that album is awesome. Excitable boy, fucking phenomenal. Well, like I said, that that specific song, Werewolf of London, gets used a lot in TV shows where they're playing pool. Well, speaking of werewolves, and shows with bars. Let's wrap up on, on, on some true blood. Um, the ending was, and they all live happily ever after. I can almost You're see out of your fucking mind. hands right now. You're out of your fucking mind. No, no, um, it's, it's the, that's the thing with the books. Is I, I, love, I love, I love, I love that Bill died scared. the honorable death. I get it. Never even came close to happening in the books. Well, but neither did Billeth, right? Well, Billeth. Okay, well, that implies that it didn't happen in the books. When Bill gets uh, possessed by the spirit of the first vampire, oh, Lilith, yeah, no, and they no. call him Billeth, no. you know, he basically becomes La Magra from fucking Blade. <laughs> Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice get a pill. I was more thinking about the Dracula dildo joke when he walks into the, the goth store and the kids Oh, that's Blade eating, 3. He's, he's sitting there eating cereal. Count Chocula. Mm-hmm. They still make that? Yeah. Oh, it's going to be coming out. I'm seeing Halloween shit everywhere. It's not Arctic. They have a Cadbury Scream eggs right now. The inside is green. It's August, people. And hold on. The inside is green, and they actually have like an asterisk saying, don't worry, it's like supposed to be green on the side of the box. Okay, so we're going to slam to the, by the last way, three notes that I have. Favorite line from Blade 3. Are you ready to die, Blade? I was born ready, motherfucker. You were born ready to die? That is the worst, atti- worst attitude to go into a fight with, was that you were born to lose. Actually, Says the guy with a born to lose tattoo. That actually just makes me think of the small segue uh, they had in the Sandman comics where Sandman's hanging out with his sister, Death. Mm-hmm. And she's going around doing her thing. And she takes a baby, and she says to the baby's soul, and he's like, that's all I get? He's like... You get what everyone gets. You a get lifetime. a lifetime. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was uh, the sound, I believe the sound of her wings, thunder of her wings, I believe it was issue nine. It's sound of her wings. It's, it, like I said, I only... I actually bought that issue for uh, for Tracy. 
Like I said, I only have the trade paperbacks, unfortunately. But yeah, it's been and like Death is having is like nine. kind of a a little bit of a crisis of conscience, but she's basically having all of the books. But he, no, he ends up. Except who she is. No, it said Dream. Dream's having crisis of conscience, not Death. Dream. Oh, Dream, yes. Like I said, Dream's. Like I said, following her around for a day, and she ends up. Like I said, she takes the soul of the baby, and he's like, "That's all I get." And that was the response. You get what everyone else gets. You get a lifetime. Mm-hmm. How very fucking British. Damn you! So British. Alright, I'm gonna slam through the last three points I have on the board. One, Hulu Plus. Um, I've talked about the last couple episodes, how I got the Chromecast, and how it's amazing. Um, fuck you, Hulu Plus. The last update you did on my fucking app made it completely unworkable with the Chromecast. Hulu minus... Pretty much. Fuck you in the fucking face. Uh, we've talked about Debra's llama problem. Oh, that's what Tigger means. Yeah. Like I said, no, we've talked about Debra's llama problem. We have now switched the llama problem to a tiger problem. We only have one this Which far. is good, because one will take care of the other. Either the llamas will absorb him like my game, or the tiger will eat the llama totem. Pole. Mass. Actually, I'm not even going to add anything else on that one. Last one. Um, so Ice T just finished reading me a story on uh, Tales of Drist. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers talk like Yoda. I said, I really just, like, I've enjoyed that more than I really even vaguely thought I would. I'll get to it. I'm on the last, last gasps of uh, some of the podcasts I've listened to. You heard Will me Wheaton talk. is now reading me a story about a dragon that takes offense to anybody trying to civilize his territory, and it's amazing. Oh, it's like that dragon from um, Nancy no, Boys. He like he I'm afraid of nothing. Oh, I've got nothing in my, my pockets. Oh, get away from me! That's so British. Oh, it's ridiculously British. We should just move on. The internet told me I'm wrong. You know what? The planet, which I knew what I was saying when I said it. The planet that the doc, the eleventh Doctor, has his last stand on is not called Trivia. I know that. My note literally says Trenzalore, and then in all caps, "You idiot!" It's Trenzalore. It's not trivia. Nor is it trivial. It's the last stand of the Doctor. Anyway. It's the birth of the silence. Oh God, the silence! Like, talk about a fucking terrifying villain. Well, basically, they it's basically combining the gentleman with uh, um, uh, who is the bad, the big bad on Doctor Who before that. Um, bad wolf. No, not bad wolf. Nice though. Um, that's the ninth Doctor. Who was the uh, the overarching? The angels. Uh, yeah, kind of. Nah, no. I'm moving on. Trends alert. That was where the Do we have doctors. more corrections? No, that was it. Really? Oh, yeah. I told Mistakes you. Mistakes on me this week. Birthday. Had a great birthday. That's a mistake. Hmm? That's a mistake. No, uh, it's more the fact that the birthday goes on for eternity. Being that I don't think my friends and family should ever mix in a situation where alcohol is involved. The birthday lasted for like a week and a half. That's a really long time for a birthday. Let's see, I wasn't drinking the last time I saw your family, though I still cursed a lot around kids. Proving that's just me. But still, it's just one of those things where it's like... And like I said, we had a great dinner on uh, Sunday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a great dinner on Sunday I night. That was really funny. We had a great dinner on Sunday night. And I still had to have dinner with my parents on the Monday night after that. Oh, I thought you had it before that. Okay. New. New. Yeah. Mm. Birthday went on forever. So, but not carnival castle. themed, which kind of I was kind of looking forward to that. Another themed birthday. Yes. Your mom's like, I'm sick of making corn dogs. Fuck corn dogs. Actually, if I asked her, she would have, but she actually basically threw the text message equivalent of a hissy fit. She, I was gonna say, I told her when I was available, and she didn't understand it, and then I reiterated it, and she threw the text message equivalent of a hissy fit. Mm. Anyways. Social contract, asshole. Because you're not taking a sushi class at the annex. <laughs> Social contract, asshole. All right, people say asshole. Shouldn't say asshole. They old. They old. 
The old? No, that's a... You're an asshole. <laughs> Social contract asshole. Don't fuck you. Fuck, this is not This is not a high five moment. Okay, I fucking got one. Don't step on anyone's joke dick. When you start a joke and that person who you're telling it to goes, Bleh, punchline. Don't. I find where Maybe I enjoy this, the storytelling aspect of this joke. Just let me get through it and then go, oh, that was a good one. I've heard it before. The Don't. one with the biggest boobs. Yeah, well, it was tits, but yeah. Don't be Ken Daly. Oh, my God. Well, that's not... I'm not saying Ken Daly does that. I'm, I'm just saying. Which, by the way, um, I managed to actually place Ken Daly in The Usual Suspects. Really, this, this, this okay, my fucking point is you ruined my goddamn joke. You're a fucking asshole. Well, this point isn't up for debate. No, no, it is absolutely not. Let's see if we can recreate it. A man has once well, married. The one with the biggest boobs. Wow, you even jumped on that even sooner because you're a fucking. Oh, what the shit! Sorry, I got that's... Red Bull over my goddamn ass. Oh, you son of a bitch. At least you could say you just got Red Bull all over your ass. That makes people think you're in a really compromising position. You're a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon... And Benjo!